Welcome in, everybody, to a, I mean, you know, I was going to say a bonus episode, but you know what? I think we're forgoing Batman 89 for another time, and we're just going to jump feet, head, and body first into Joker. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Because, you know, we, we want all of you to absorb all of how we feel about this, as I would say, polarizing 2019 yeah. film. Uh, so we're going to we're going to do a review. We're going to start spoiler free. We will let you know when the spoilers are about to begin. Uh, but there's stuff that I would like to talk about that has almost nothing to do with the movie, uh, but has to do with more with the theater experience and the controversy and all that stuff. But let's get the yeah, business okay. out of the way. Joker uh, was released October 4th of this year, nine, 2019, had a budget of 55 to 64 million dollars. Has a worldwide box office of $258 million, $93 million opening weekend here in the United States. It was written by Todd Phillips and Scott Silver, directed by Todd Phillips, produced by Todd Phillips and Bradley Cooper. Very handsome. Oh, and so it, handsome. And it stars Robert De Niro and Joaquin Phoenix. This is That Movie Show's review of Joker. Mike Went and Eddie McCabe. You can follow us yeah. on social media at Mike Went at the Eddie McCabe. Hashtag That Movie Show. And you can follow That Movie Show on all podcast apps and Facebook.com slash That Movie Show TV. Wanted to get it right out of the way up front in case people didn't listen all the way to the end. Yeah, uh, of course. But let's do spoiler free first. First of all, overall reaction, Eddie. Um. I thought that this movie wasn't as good as it could have been. I thought that there were some really, really bright spots in the movie. But by the time the movie feels like it got going, it was over. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I enjoy. I went into it. Um, I believe it's been said many. We've we both said it on the show um, that we were approaching this movie from two different points of view. Uh, yes. You, you yourself, a dare I say, diehard Batman comics fan. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, um, I would say that. Uh, I am not. I I'm not a comic book fan. I was taking this movie face value as, basically, as if I had no pre, pre existing knowledge of right. Joker. So this was a a fresh start for me. Um, I looked at it. I thought it was a, a really well put together film um not not putting any prerequisites not saying great comic book film not saying great joker film not saying great batman right just uh, as a film itself uh especially a film that was trying to harken back to uh the the late 70s early 80s the the taxi drivers the mean streets type of film i i felt it accomplished that um it it wasn't a family film no (laughs) And it and have well, you say that, but that's where I want to jump into my theater experience. Okay. Um, myself and my brother went to a Sunday afternoon show. It was about 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. Uh, we were sitting uh, dead center, second to last row, as we usually do. The whole entire back row of the theater was filled with one adult woman and seven to nine anywhere from 8 to 12-year-old children. Okay. They didn't get it, and they wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, so that's stupid. Um, this is why... around the whole fucking time. Um, 
it was it was really annoying. Uh, yeah. And it's one of those things that literally me and my brother both walked out saying, well, if we paid for this, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, that I, is... I, I, I don't I don't like to cause problems, especially in movie theaters. But like I would have asked for a goddamn refund if that if I had paid for that movie. Yeah. Uh, well, because that's that's the terrible thing about the current state of, I guess, culture. But but especially movie going culture yeah. is that they put such a hard emphasis on the rating system, you know, because they want people to see certain things or not see certain things. But then, yeah, that, that lady is going to bring a pack of eight year olds to a movie. That's clearly not for them because they're like, it's a Batman movie. Yeah. It's like the, the R rating couldn't have been bigger on the poster. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? and, and it's like yeah, it's immediately right into it. This isn't a family film. Right. Uh, the, the the problem I had with them being there more than anything else was uh, the movie. As when we get into spoilers, we'll dive a little bit deeper. But the movie does um, deal with mental illness a lot. Right. The kids didn't grasp it. So when Joaquin Phoenix was doing certain things in the movie, that all of us adults were like, oh. Like that's sad, or that's you know. What I mean, we were having right. they're they're giggling their asses off. They think right. he's being silly. Yeah, right. Yes, you're a hundred percent right. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, that's really unfortunate because that person that brought those children are the reason why there is controversy and things because that person writes a letter. That right. person writes a scathing review to Warner Brothers right. or Showcase mm-hmm. to say, oh, I brought so-and-so and you needed to tell me. And it's just like, lady. You- I brought seven eight-year-olds into a very R-rated movie. It's right. your fault. Well, and the worst <laughs> part is, is that I remember there used to be a rule where there needed to be X amount of adults per kids. So like there were times when we tried to see like when growing up, we tried to see R rated movies and some of the R rated movies, you know, someone's mom would come in and buy all the tickets and we'd be good. But other R rated movies, uh, they would not let us in because they were like, no, the adult has to be there and the adult can't buy tickets for 10 of you and be the only adult. There needs to be multiple adults with you. You know, and and it's like, oh, so we used to have that type of, you know, res- like at least attempted responsibility. Now you know? it would be like, how dare you tell me how to raise my 14 kids? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Um, but yeah, that that's unfortunate. I also think that the the backlash prior to that, the backlash prior to the movie being released is dumb and stupid. Um, but that's because I believe I believe that censorship censorship in film and television should be on the end of the viewer, not mm-hmm. on the creator. Oh, I agree. And, you know what I mean? So yep. Todd Phillips has zero responsibility to make a movie in which it is okay for those eight-year-olds to be in that theater. Right. And I, I I liked that him and Warner Brothers stuck by their guns with yeah. all of this bullshit too, because th- I mean they they were very open about it. like look you know I, I've done I've jokingly done the whole McNeil thing. These are fictional characters. This yeah right. You know if if, if it, it's 
it's a very fine line to say because of the controversy, but if someone commits an act of violence, you need to look at that person and, and why Correct. they did not like, Oh, well he, he was a fan of this movie. It's like, yeah, but the movie didn't kill somebody. Yeah. The movie and, made and, and if, million if, you, dollars. if this movie was never made, yeah, that person would was... still kill somebody. Right. I, I always laugh at the guy that I forget. He, he murdered somebody or he shot Reagan. Yeah, I forget what the guy was, but he did it because of Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. And it's like Catcher in the Rye, like that movie is so, or not that movie, that book is so milk toast. <laughs> and there is nothing in that at all Bam. that, you know, <laughs> but there's nothing in that book at all that's anywhere close to Joker going on, or, you know, Arthur Fleck going on to. Well, because- uh, Cuckoo Pants read it and it was in his like his library index or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and he right. shot Reagan. It's like, oh, that must be it. That's the last thing he read before he shot him. Yeah, right. And it's just it's, like it's it's, it's lazy. Is, it is, is in my opinion. It's 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 finding a lazy solution to a problem. It's Correct. like there is a there is a much bigger problem than what piece of art that this person enjoyed before committing this an anus act. Yeah, right. Um, you know, um, no, no. But, it, I don't know about you, but my theater, uh, when I walked in there, I saw, I saw in the lobby, uh, five armed, very, very visible armed police officers. And only because I'm in, observant in this way, three undercovers. Oh, really? Um, I only saw a couple. Um, there wasn't any more than usual Did you have um, signs on the doors. No, did not have oh. signs on the doors. But we had signs um, on, on everything. Yeah, uh, we I we had normal police that would be there, one or two cops. Uh, it, at first, I thought it was me, but when my brother showed up, that was the first thing he said. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, it, I mean, it, it was noticeable in our I'm theater. assuming you saw it in Revere. I did. I yeah, did. so I saw it in Woburn, and oh. so that might have had that might have had something to do with it. It could be, uh, it, you know, it definitely could be a theater by theater basis. My big, my bigger concern about this is who the fuck is paying for all this extra security? Yeah, like, right. Like, like, I mean, I, I, again, it's it's a tough line to walk because when when shit like the controversy comes out about this movie, you can't ignore it, or right. you're just being an irresponsible business owner because if something does happen right. and you didn't take the precautions, yeah, it's a then you're doubly too. fucked. Yeah, it's a catch twenty two. Right, it, it's awful. Well, and the worst part is, is that I feel like this. No, I feel like this controversy was drummed up by the foundation that's that is like the victim relief fund from the first shooting. From the yeah, the Aurora, Colorado one. The Aurora, Colorado one. Which, look, you know, everybody should, you know, like gun violence bad. I don't think I need to say that, right? But right. but it, but it feels like. To- if, if if Dark Knight Rises wasn't playing and fucking Mean Girls was playing, that person still probably would have walked in that same movie theater and shot those same people. Unfortunately, right. yeah. But my point more is is if that if that charity doesn't say this is do it again, you kind of glitched out of there. Oh. I think we, to it that they were protesting Warner Brothers. We we lost you for a second there. Oh, um, 
I don't back, know back up if, to where you, where you said the, uh, the 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 charity doesn't say. Yeah, so I don't know if the, the if the charity doesn't say that there is a controversy and like they're not demanding that Warner Brothers do X, Y, and Z. That if there there even is a controversy, because the only time I heard about anything that was like, oh, this movie's controversial. It was direct in conjunction with that charity. And so it's like, so now are you just drumming up stuff just to get your name out there? Because that's shitty. It, it is. And I don't honestly, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's where it started. Now, I don't have context. I don't have the, what originally was said. Um, and I don't want to say that, yes, the, the, the charity started all this because they could have made an off the cuff comment. And right. much much like everything that everything. happens in today's the day news and age, takes it and runs it. Twitter goes batshit over it because you know hashtags. Um, yeah. I I know that pretty much the entire press junket, Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips were inundated with "Does this movie promote real life violence?" questions. Uh, to which yeah. Joaquin Phoenix uh, reportedly walked out on a bunch of interviews just because enough's enough. It's like no, it's fucking art. It's a movie. It's calm fiction. the fuck it's down. Fiction. Um, this, you know, and, and we, you know, we jokingly talked off air. It's like, you know, the biggest movie ever Avengers, how many people died? All of them. You know what I mean? It's like, I understand it's technically a little different. Yeah. Right. But in one of those Avengers movies, half of the population in the galaxy was wiped out in a snap. Right. Joker, I think killed three, four, four people, four people, four people. Four people. Now, I'm not saying one's better than the other. You murder somebody, you're a piece of shit. But. Yeah, if, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Context. Violence is violence. You, you can't, you know, you Pick can't be choose. mad at one. You can't be mad at the other. You know, it's like this movie doesn't glorify violence any more than, you know, a natural born killers. Than, well, it's also, it's also, uh, first, you know, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. We just did on the podcast last week. It's like right. that. Fucking plenty of people got shot in the face in that movie. Oh yeah, well, well, because they technically were undead. That doesn't count. Well, living people got killed in that movie too. I guess that promotes real life violence. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, right. Where's well, it's also what are the rules? It's also <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's also frustrating when you're telling me something's controversial and you haven't seen it yet, or you don't know what the actual controversy is. See, and and right. that's where I'm having a problem. That's why I, I liberally use the air quotes when yeah, I say. Right controversial because i don't fucking know what the controversy is i've just known that people are talking about real life violence when it can you know when it pertains to this movie yeah and i mean like i said the the, the movie it it harkens back to those taxi driver mean streets 70s scorsese yeah. type of movies you know the grindhouse movies the the, the exploitation movies uh i mean i just i i sat in a theater with a bunch of people whooping it up over three from hell yeah. And that was extremely violent and extremely grisly and dirty violence. Yeah. Not not like Avengers violence, not a snap and dust, but like, you know, guttings and, yeah, and right. disembowelment and, and shit like that. It's like, like, why is one considered more? Con oh, is, is it because that Warner Brothers is behind this and, you know, Rob Zombie is an independent filmmaker over here? Is it like, yeah, right. Again, where's the fucking line? Can I oh, oh, so there's no money to be made off of Three from Hell 
because it's an art house indie movie right. that only 100,000 people are going to see before it gets released on DVD and then right. floats around colleges. Right. Or it's Warner Brothers who has a wide release and I can get my name behind this and make some money. It's $3 million versus $93 million. Yeah, right. Plain, plain yeah. and simple. Right. It, it's, it's, do, it's dollars and cents is the only thing because, yeah, that movie was way more violent. Yes. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? It, yeah. And it is, and it is what it is. It's a, it was a violent movie by design. Well, this and it was a violent movie by design. There yeah. was no, they, they, it wasn't like they were trying to hide it. Right. You know, nothing oh. about the, the, the press, nothing about the promotion of this movie was like, bring the kids. Well, and the craziest part about this is, is that just to kind of circle it back to Joker specifically and the character, right. nothing in this movie is anything different than you would see that character do in the comic books. Right. You know it's what a, I mean? It's, it's just given an R-rated spin, even though most, you know, even though if you know anything about the character, there's stuff like Killing Joke, which was an R-rated well, animated movie and stuff like that. And there was like rape in that shit, right? Oh, there is. You know what um, I mean? I, I, mean I, I didn't see it, but just from what I've heard. You so it, it right leading up to a big event uh, like comic book crossover with Batman. Joker is sitting in Arkham Asylum and he's doing a uh, like a Rorschach test. Is this the movie or the comic? This is the comics. Okay, this is the comic. So he's giving he's taking a Rorschach test yep. and they ask him what he sees. And you turn the page and it is a tiled room, maybe a padded room. I don't quite remember, but it is Commissioner Gordon, Nightwing and Robin with their throats slashed, covered in blood, with ha 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 written all over the walls, right? In, in blood. blood. In, in blood. In blood. And then it you flip the page again, and the Joker just goes, a fuzzy bunny, right? And so there that is just in the comic book that you can buy in a comic book shop, a Newberry Comics, your local comic book shop. And so nothing in this Joker movie. Right. was anything close to that. Right. And it's like, so for you to tell me that this is some sort of like new ground that you're going to cover, no. please get no. over yourself. It's really not. It, it's, it, it, it may be, it's one of those things that like, especially the way, the way you just described that uh, made me think back to when I saw uh, American psycho in the theater. Right. It's like, cause that was another one that was like, people like outraged that this got made into a movie because the book was so horrific yeah. uh, and by means violent. It was actually a, a very good book, but it was horrifically violent. Um, and right. they couldn't believe it got turned into a movie. And I remember seeing it and having a ball. It, it was, right. it was, I mean, it was a laugh riot, but, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, <sighs> It's fiction. It's, 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 it's fiction is, is the best way to put it. It's fiction. And the, again, quote unquote, controversy, calm the fuck down. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. Get, get a hobby. Get something real to protest. Because protesting movies is just going to get you fucking ridiculed, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to get you nowhere. Movies violent movies are going to be around after we're all fucking gone. Of course. So try to focus your energies on something worth saving in my opinion. Yes. That's our PSA. Want to hit spoilers? 
Yeah. Let's Speaking do of all that controversy, this movie was not violent enough for me. Robert De Niro dies. <laughs> uh, you know what, that, Robert? That, okay, I'll be honest, because now we're in spoilers. That was, that to me, that was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio getting shot in The Departed. That took me by surprise. Oh, oh I kind of saw that coming. I did not. I thought he was going to shoot the old lady. Oh, no. I thought I, he was... Especially after he kissed her, I'm like, oh, I see where this is going. Game on. Now, as, as soon as him, I'm like, oh, <laughs> as soon as as soon as he started making fun of him, I thought he was going to murder him. Mm. Uh, plain and simple. There were two there were two things in this movie that they were clearly building towards. One they did. One they did not. OK. And uh, and one was killing Robert De Niro. Interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I guess, you know. When I when you think about it, yes, you can see the through lines to that. I just when it, when it happened in the theater, it kind of was like, oh shit, okay, yeah. I I didn't see it happening at least not that way in that moment. Right. Um, now something that uh, everyone has asked about and uh, and talked about, and even you brought up uh, in the spoiler free version on the radio show, is it's a Batman movie without Batman. Not yeah. really. Yeah, well, yes and no. So the problem that I have with that is, is yes, Thomas Wayne is a very important character. And part of the reason why I don't like this movie is because of how it ends with Thomas Wayne. Um, but the they just recreate the whole Batman's parents dying again. So so first of all, yeah, we get a new person, though. A new person kills Batman's parents this time. The fact the fact. All right. So, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say it. Do so. It. The fact that I had to watch Batman's parents die in that alley another time, I wanted to throw something. Yeah, I but don't... at least this time they came out the front door. Yeah. They didn't like sneak out the back door like all the other times. Yeah, right. Originality. Oh, you're so right. Um, so the entire movie, the entire fucking movie is leading you to have this connection between Arthur Fleck and Thomas Wayne. His batshit crazy mother is telling him that he is Thomas Wayne's kid. Yep. The entire like the entire movie, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne. And then finally he finds out that she believes that he is her child or mm -hmm. he is his child. Right. So he is, you know, Arthur Wayne, yep. right? And so he confronts him in the bathroom while they're watching Charlie Chaplin. Which, first of all, side note, I love that scene in modern times because that if you ever watch the the like breakdown of that and how they did it, it's like that pit is actually a painting. Like it's it's really cool. It's it's really cool. I'll, I'll side note, send it to you, film nerd. Haha. -ha. But um, the when they confront him in the the movie theater watching modern times and Martha and Thomas is like, first of all, you stuck your thumbs in my kid's mouth and I want to kill you because of that. And then you're yeah, that not. Was, that was a dirty, sexy scene there. It was a. It, that was like, <laughs> what's the one with Robert De Niro and uh, and that chick? Uh, Cape Fear. Cape Fear. That's. Yeah. It was like that where he like fondles her retainer. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He 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 basically he fingers her retainer. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It was like with the his, same thing with his thumb. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's gross. Oh. gross. It reminded me of that. Um, oh. But so then, mom, yeah, then mom, Thomas mom. Wayne, then <laughs> Thomas Wayne punches him in the face and is like, yep. "You're crazy. You're what? Your your mother's crazy." And so it's like, "Oh, was 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 the Brit was the British guy with the beard supposed to be Alfred? Yes, is that what we were supposed to. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I figured as much. They just yeah. didn't say it. 
Yeah, they didn't call him Alfred. Um, I, I felt that would have been too on the nose, and I didn't right. feel like Googling. Right. So then the entire movie is leading up to Arthur Fleck killing Martha and Thomas Wayne in that alley. That would have been a way better way to really? circum Yes, to circumvent expectations than the weird societal commentary slash not really commentary that you made on this movie. Because one thing is perfectly clear that Arthur Fleck is not the actual Joker for yeah. for one reason and one reason only the fact that he is like 40 years old. And Bruce Wayne is 10. Right. And so there is no way that when Batman, Batman's at like 30, that right. this asshole is 80. Now, okay, so again, I, I have no prior comic book knowledge. Is Arthur, Arthur Fleck a character in the comics? No. So um, you saw The Dark Knight Rises, correct? Yeah. So yeah. in The Dark Knight Rises, Joseph Gordon-Levin's character, right, plays the role of Robin. Mm -hmm. And if you are aware of the comic books and all of the various people that have been Robin, you're able to pick out various backstories okay. from the, the different things. He was an orphan like Jason Todd and he, you know, did X, Y, and Z like Tim Drake. And, and so together the backstory pieces together all of the Robins into one. Okay. This movie does a lot of the same similar things where there are bits and pieces, but predominantly from the killing joke right. that make up one of the many backstories that the Joker has alluded to, right? Because in the comic books, there's two things. Uh, there's one, every time the Joker has been asked about it, he has been, you know, he's been like, Oh, this is my story. This is my story. This is my story. They paid homage to it in The Dark Knight sure. where he tells How the did scar I get story, scars, yeah. but the scar story is different. They change know? each time, yeah. Right. So it's the same sort of concept, right? The second thing is is that in recent times they've defined it a little bit more. Uh, Batman ends up in a machine that will answer any question that he has that throughout the entire universe and space and time, right? Okay. Comic books. But he asks, <laughs> he asks who's the Joker? And the re machine responds with which one. So, mm -hmm. so even in DC continuity, there's multiple jokers. It's very, very convoluted and very, very weird. Okay. Right. And so, cause that, that was going, going into this, you had mentioned many times on, on the podcast, on the radio show that that was kind of your problem because the Joker had never had an origin story and you were upset they were making an origin story. So is at least that part of you alleviated that, I mean, it's yeah. not, like you said, Arthur Fleck is not an actual character from any of the comics. So this is and you, and as you said, you don't believe that this is actually the Joker. So it's right. not like they gave the Joker an origin story. They just told this guy's story of, for lack of a better term, being a copycat, basically. Right. And it could have been called copycat Joker for all we know. Right. And so part of the problem is, is that this movie, if it wasn't saddled with the Batman aspects of it would have been much, would have been much better in my opinion, right? You didn't, this didn't need to be a Batman movie for you to tell this particular story. I'm not, yeah, I, I won't argue with you on that because you know, that, that, that part of it, the, like I, I was okay with the Thomas Wayne stuff. Right. It was when they introduced Bruce Wayne. Like, it was okay when it was... Okay, so 
I, I remember that when all of a sudden I put I put two and two together and I'm like, okay, Joker's mom is really into Thomas Wayne and she's alluding that they had an affair and a relationship right. blah, blah, blah. and they were building that that he was Thomas Wayne's kid. I'm like, oh, that's kind of clever that they're trying to allude that that Batman and Joker are half brothers. Right. Then they actually brought the kid Bruce Wayne into it. I'm like, oh, uh, no, like sometimes like some some things in, in that respect. I didn't feel that part of the story needed to right. happen. I didn't I didn't like it. It was a bit too on the nose. Right. Uh, well, which also uh, led to us getting that alley scene that you hate. Well, then the thing is, is that if you tweak it, because you're absolutely right. If Thomas, if Bruce and Arthur Fleck are half brothers, and you're saying that the Joker and Batman are half brothers, then awesome. Because That's it's cool. Also, it's also coming to you. Uh, it, it's being told to the audience through the voice of a batshit crazy woman watching TV. Yeah, and, right. And this TV takes place within Gotham City, where the Waynes are obviously powerful people. So it it's not outside the realm of possibility that they would be watching the news and Thomas Wayne would be on the news. And, you know, Cuckoo Pants is being like, I love him. Right, it's right. Like, and, and she he, did work he's for your him. daddy. It's like she might not have ever worked for him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like she's fucking she's she's fucking padded wall crazy. Right, exactly. And so, yeah, the fact that because that would have been cool. But, yeah, the age disparity makes it not great. And then there's no payoff with the two of them, which it felt like we were building towards. And it and we never so got there uh, between Arthur and Thomas. Right. Because the crescendo of that comes in the crescendo of that comes in the bathroom at the movie theater. Right. And uh, that's and, it. But but it's also it's one of those things. And that that I don't mind so much. And that's why I don't like I don't feel um, I don't feel the Bruce Wayne part of it. I don't feel the alley part of it is necessary. However, the way they executed it, I was kind of I was I was okay with that because it kind of sells this Joker's story. Right. Where, uh, as you said, he's not the Joe. He's not some mastermind criminal. He's He's a fucking mentally ill yeah. person who, and and it's fucked up because I was talking about my brother. Uh, I was talking with my brother about it after we saw the movie, and what they did was a little fucked up because they made this villain a very sympathetic that a character. Right, like the first three acts of violence are in self defense. Arguably, Correct. he's getting his ass stomped on a train. He yeah. in the in the opening scene he gets his his ass beat by people. He's left in an alley over the opening title of the movie beaten and bloodied. Yes. He's he's not some master criminal. He's just a sick person. Right. Um, and and part of the part the other part of my issue with the construction is is if this is not a Batman movie and it's not tied to this, at least the expectation of a very very prominent character then it would have been better but the problem is is that the the acts of violence that this character portrays it never feels like it lives up to the hype of or or the hype or the mantle of the character that they tagged you with right now i mean again i think that was by design right and so as somebody as somebody who is a fan of this medium and a fan of this character, I feel really ripped off. I keep using the phrase half pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. Because you didn't make a movie. You, 
you reaped all of the benefits of being able to say that this is a related Batman story without giving any of the actual Batmaning, right? And so he, like you said, he finally... Like Batmaning is a verb. <laughs> yes, it's now officially a verb. So Arthur Fleck gets attacked on a train yep. and he murders those three people. Yep. He then proceeds to go into that bathroom and feel like it it looks like the weight of the world has lifted off of his shoulders and he is now reborn right, right? but it feel like we do that and then nothing happens for a solid half hour and it's like man if you're supposed to be this person if you're supposed to grow into this person you never fully do it but is but isn't that what you were saying? He's not right. He's but not. then it, I mean, I I get it. The the uh, the the point you try to make is you feel ripped off because it was implied that he is the the Joker, even though the character isn't. Yeah. Well, I feel like I was bait and switched, and then watching the movie, it's clear that this character isn't. But then the character the character sees himself in it's it's very it's very very weird right okay because the character sees himself in the anarchy that's being created by the situation in the city around him but not necessarily by the influence of his actions right you know and so it's not this movie didn't need to be a batman movie and you didn't need to call it joker and this movie would have been but isn't it better. more fun? <laughs> I don't know. see. I don't. I don't even necessarily think that way. The pacing of this movie was so slow. It was, and it's like. But, it, but again, that 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 to me was uh, was Todd Phillips doing his homage to the '70s Scorsese movies, the Mean yeah. Streets, the 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 Taxi Drivers, those type of movies. Right. That, I mean, that that's what it, that's what every shot felt like. Yes, it it, it, it felt like dirty '70s New York City. Right. You know, dirty grind like this would have played as a double bill with a grindhouse movie. Yes. Oh, you're 100 percent right. It's just the movie. The movie tried to be too smart. And I just think that it just it kind of missed the mark for me a little bit. You know, because I thought Joaquin Phoenix did a great job in portraying the character that was written but at times it felt that it was look at me i'm acting and it so what you're saying is you would have enjoyed it better if it wasn't called joker and if it was called fleck yeah if it was called fleck this movie would have been awesome if we eliminated the thomas wayne stuff uh definitely eliminated the alley shooting and the the boy the boy scene yeah you know what i mean like if you changed if you changed to bruce wayne to a little girl and you eliminated the back alley shooting and the movie ends the way it ends. That's a great movie. Right. But the fact that you tied it to a Batman thing and gave no actual Batmaning is very frustrating because like, imagine we did, imagine we did a movie about captain America, but it was only the New York stuff prior to him getting the super soldier serum. You'd feel ripped off. If you knew what was coming. So if it was like the first 20 minutes of first Avengers. Yeah, that was but, it. But for two hours, but for two hours, 
That sounds like a romantic comedy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, it's it's that's definitely been but, uh, it's definitely been a movie with uh, DJ Quells in it. Yeah, of course it is. What was it? Uh, him, he he did one with uh, what the fuck's her name? Eliza Dushku. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I do know which one you're talking about. I mean, they've made this movie. Yeah, right. Hang, hang yes. on a second. Now you got to look it up. Eliza, because yeah. I can spell that better than his last name. Quails, quails, quails. You can spell douche better than. No, I can spell Eliza. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let me see here. Where the fuck is it? Um, this is going to be such a disappointment when I finally get there. Wrong turn. The new guy. The new guy. Okay. New guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. with with DJ Qualls, Quails, Qualls, yes. Qualls. Yes. And so, but so that's the thing. That's my problem. That's my problem with this movie because so, so, so that's Captain on the, America 1.0. It's Captain America 1.0. It's like because this movie is also like it's just falling down, but with a more like a more updated coat of paint. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, kind, yeah, kind of. The nothing about this movie. You didn't give me like enough violence to warrant him standing on that car at the end to then subsequently have it be him at the mental hospital like it never happened but it never it never gives me that like moment from like inception you know at the end of inception when the top spins and right before it cuts to black it wobbles Yep. Just a smidge. Yep. And so you'll never know. Right. But at least it puts the doubt in your head that it's like, oh, is it real? Is it not real? Right. And this movie never gives you that moment, right? Like he's sitting in the doctor's office and he laughs. He actually laughs for the first time at something funny. Mm-hmm. because that laugh is different than all of the other laughs in the movie, right. which I did like. I thought that, like I said, Joaquin Phoenix did a great job at the character that he was portrayed, but then him murdering the person and then running down the hall. Which and one? it's just the, the psychiatrist he's talking to at the end. Oh, okay. You know, it's like, so you didn't reframe, you didn't reframe the movie in any like real way to like, let me know of like, so was all of it in his head? Was none of it in his head? Is he hearing this from another person? It, you know, like what is, what is the? We'll see. I I looked at it like this, uh, especially with with the the ending of mur- murdering the psychiatrist. Um, he something something about him realizing he can kill people right was for lack of a better term in his head fixing his mental illness because after he killed those three guys he started to have a bit more clarity in his head right about things like he he started to realize when you know when he goes into the neighbor's apartment and then realizes oh shit she wasn't there all these times i thought we were dating Right. Um, you know, and then, you know, he kills, uh, the fat clown that gave him the gun. Um, right. by the way, that, that scene with the dwarf was hilarious. amazing. Hilarious. Amazing. Um, and, and it's just, it's, it's moments like that. And like him 
going through the whole Tonight Show thing right. was like he knew what he was doing at that point. This wasn't, you know, right. This wasn't the act of a psycho. He he was it was meditated. It was premeditated. Yeah. Yeah. And it was almost as if it was like the violence was centering him and helping his disease. Right. Right. It's it's a very weird weird way to explain it. But right. no, it, that, it, that's what I took away from it. And and in the end, it's like that even though I, I agreed with you, I didn't feel he was quote unquote the Joker that we know from DC Comics, he was turning into this alternate 1985's version of the Joker. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, it's, where it's like he, he wasn't the Joker, but now he is going off and becoming the Joker, even though there is still a Joker out there that's the Joker. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. It, it, again, this movie would have been better if it wasn't attached to DC Comics. Right. This, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, because it, anybody that is a fan of the medium is going to, you know, and I can't speak to everybody, but I do know somebody else that saw it and is a very, very big Batman fan. Right. And uh, it's Jamie Jamikowski of For the Pops, right? And him and I were talking, and he feels the same way I do, you know, mostly because it, this movie also did that prequel thing that him and I both hate. Where So it's that prequel thing where, oh, man, shucks, all of these people already knew each other, but they didn't know it yet. Go on. You know, like, oh, this person. like Exam- in- For example, in this movie. Uh, for example, in this movie, that the Joker, if this is supposed to actually be the Joker, mm. oh, he already met Bruce Wayne once before, and he met Alfred before already, you know, and the only thing that was missing was like Selena Kyle hanging out as like a child, okay. uh, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. You know, I, the, the I, biggest I, one that has always really annoyed me is that Yoda knew Chewbacca. Yes. That's the one that annoys me. That's, like, yeah. to no end. Or, I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> Don't get me started. We can deep dive into the fact that the droids exist in all fucking, all the prequels, yet nobody seems to know them when they show up in 4. Oh, yeah, well, because of the stupid... R2-D2 saved Obi-Wan Kenobi's life at one point. Well, the the worst part is, is that they, uh, they erase C-3PO's mind, but they don't erase R2's. Yeah, but they didn't erase Obi-Wan Kenobi's mind. He doesn't seem to know who the fuck these things are. Yeah, right. He's like, oh, I don't know these. Yeah. I don't remember any owning any droids. Okay, you old weirdo. You <laughs> literally call out R2-D2 in episode one. Seriously. <laughs> like, you actually say the line. Seriously. R- it's it's R2-D2. All right, we, we could really deep dive, which we don't. We, we shouldn't do right now. <laughs> no, we definitely shouldn't. Let's, let's not do prequel talk right now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so overall, what, 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 what's your, what's your rating? What's your recommendation as far as people seeing Joker? Uh, go and see it, go, go and see it because I do in understand. The theater. Yeah. Go and see it in the theater. It's a good theater movie. Uh, it was, you know, it's slow. It's methodical. Um, it's you an know, adult movie. It is an adult say. movie. It's, you know, it's very much it's, and, and I don't mean that as in it's, it's a R rated, it's a mature audiences. I, I mean, it's. <sighs> Like no. you're saying, it's slow. You need to actually sit and listen to the dialogue. You need to pay attention. It's not yeah. an adult movie as in it's violent or sexy. It's an adult movie as in 
you need to pay attention to it. Right. So like I always say that there are movies like I be an adult in the theater as well. Right. I play <laughs> I, I play a lot of Madden, right? And yeah. I like to have things on while I'm playing Madden because I hate listening to the commentary because but, uh, yeah, because it's just people being like, oh, so-and-so with the first down. It's just like, it's annoying. Right. And so there are shows and movies that you can put on while other you're doing other things. And you just check in from time to time. And I, Kill Bill is one of those movies for me, partly because I've seen Kill Bill a million times. is one of my favorite movies. Right. Uh, John Wick is another one where you can just glance over from time to time and enjoy the movie. Right. You know, um, but this is, you know, this casino uh, the Godfather, you know, these are adult movies right. where, yay. Look, here's the thing. Joker is a very, very complex movie. That's why I have very, very complex emotions about it. Right. Right. Because, yeah, it's fascinating that this movie is about a guy who sees the decay of a city and is so mentally ill that he thinks that it's him. He thinks that he is the cause of this. Right. And it's like, oh, that's fascinating, right? It's it's fascinating for a man that did stuff inconsequential, you know, basically. He feels that his life is validated. And watching right. that Descent into Madness is fairly entertaining. Right. In, in a kind of a twisted kind of way. Yeah, right. <laughs> I agree. Uh, it's it's a movie I feel that needs to be seen in theaters. Uh, but yeah, it's... It's a movie that if you're going to sit down and watch it, you need to sit down and watch it. It's right. it's it's not a movie that you can ADD out with. Right. Uh, so that's Joker. That is Joker. 2019's Joker. Uh, have you decided what we're doing next week? Um. So we we're gonna have a bonus episode next week. Ooh. Oh, uh, we're gonna have a bonus episode next week because we gotta do uh the habitual. Oh, that's right. That that's next week as well. Yeah, so, so habitual. I literally just got a, I literally just got a Facebook invite to the red carpet event. So God. <laughs> so we're gonna do that. It's gonna Are be great. Are we going to the red carpet event? Oh uh, yeah, I just got invited to it. Of course what, we're going. When is it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at the invite yet. Uh, I just saw it flash up on my phone. Um, so we're going to do that. Pants are optional because I don't really want to put my pants on for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Who knows? All right. So we're uh, doing that. Maybe, maybe they're hot pants. You can wear hot pants. Right. So we're, we're going to do that. Um, uh, so you can do that. Then... So I was thinking uh, a fun a fun movie that we could do uh, would be Monster Squad. Love it. Let's Love do Monster it. Squad. Let's do Monster Squad. 19, what, 85? Something like that. Something like that. A kid's movie that wasn't really a kid's movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So coming up next week on that movie show, Monster Squad, with a bonus episode of Habitual. Uh, Mike Went, Eddie McCabe. You can follow us on social media at Mike Went, at the Eddie McCabe, hashtag that movie show. If you want us to review a movie, that's how you get in touch with us. Facebook.com slash that movie show TV. And you can subscribe to the audio podcast on all podcast apps. Not only will you get the main show here where we do reviews, deep dive in the movies, you will get the radio show every Saturday morning. You will get our spinoff shows, Movies with Mike and Eddie's Entertainment as well, all on the audio feed. Thatmovieshow.net has all of our reviews up and we will see you next week. Eddie, any final words? Uh, yeah, no, definitely uh, check out, I mean, if you're in the North Shore area, check out Habitual. Uh, you know, I worked on that film. 
uh, we'll see what I was credited as, but <laughs> but I worked on that film, uh, so it's you know it's exciting. It's going to be released in showcase cinemas uh, for a limited time, so you know go and check that out. Um, I believe it's uh, 18th through Halloween. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. Stay for the end credits because you'll see Eddie McCabe as Key Beard. Yeah, Key Beard. <laughs> All right, see you next week. Bye, everybody.